Greg Clunas is the host of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, which is also the network that Happy Brain is under. And on a personal note, he's a good friend of mine. The funny part is Greg is, well, he's quite a bit different than me. He's very scientific and I'm into research and very practical. And I'm not so much. <laughs> Some people call me a little bit gullible, but... I'm a little bit more spiritual and, you know, some people ought to say woo-woo. Whatever. We're doing a four-part series to discuss some of the topics that have been brought up on Happy Brain to see, hmm, can some of these tips really make your brain happy? Welcome to another episode of Happy Brain. My name is Heather Parody, and thank you for joining us as we explore the fun side to mental health by digging into the simple hacks and fun tips to make your mental health journey more enjoyable and your brain a little happier. What's up, y'all? Welcome to today's episode of Happy Brain. If this is your first time listening, I am so excited you're here. Today is going to be a little different, but I think it's going to be freaking amazing. We have the fearless leader of Tiny Leaps Big Changes and my personal friend, Greg Clunas, with us to talk about happiness and to talk about mental health. And we're going to maybe, I don't know, disagree on a few things. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. But before we get started, if you have not done so yet, I invite you to hit that subscribe button wherever you are listening to this. If you are into outside of the box ways to keep that brain of yours happy. And if you are feeling extra generous, leave us an honest review. I might give you a shout out on the show. Now, who is Greg Clunas? Many of you already know who this man is. Tiny Leaps, Big Changes host. But Greg, I'll give you the opportunity to share exactly who the man, the myth, the legend Greg Clunas is. Ha. Thank you so much <laughs> for having me. Um, so who is Greg Clunas? This is always such an interesting question to answer. Uh, so I host a, a, a podcast called Tiny Leaps, Big Changes. I started about five and a half years ago with the single goal of taking personal development, um, what I call bullshit, and phasing all of that out. And, How do you just, really feel, Greg? <laughs> just focusing on the stuff that was uh replicable in people's lives that was that they 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 could actually take something away and do something um that I, i'm fortunate enough has has done incredibly well and and i've been able to write a book from it and you and i met through it and and there's so many different ways that my life has changed since starting that show my only goal right now in life the thing i'm really focused on is how do we get people to have better results in their day-to-day -day life? Like that, that's ultimately the question I want to answer. And I think, you know, you saying that makes so much sense. I've known you, I I, I want to say like three years now, maybe you said the word results. And I, I think I hear you say that word more than any other word. Whenever we Probably. talk, you're always talking about what gets results. That kind of opens up for mental health. Because when we were discussing happy brain and this concept of bringing this show on underneath your network, you know, we were talking about what actually makes the brain happy, what actually makes us happy, what is actually good for our mental health. And I would just love to use this conversation as an entry point to hear your thoughts, your ideas about what do you think makes us happy? Yeah. So this has always been so th this is why I love the concept of happy brain, because it allows us to sort of explore that question. So on my show, I regularly talk about people's lives being broken down into like these six core areas. So you have your fitness, your nutrition, your finances, your career, your relationships, and your mental health. The first five are really easy to quantify, right? You can, you can do 
data analysis on your fitness. You can do data analysis on your your relationships and, and whether or not you've reached out to enough people and blah, blah, blah. Mental health is where it gets really murky. Like it's really hard to to figure out what that actually is, whether or not you have good mental health or not, until it becomes a problem. Um, so I loved the idea of Happy Brain largely because it gave us a, a way to start exploring this um, and, and trying to figure out what that that answer looks like. For me, in my personal life, I tend to shy away from the idea that happiness is a choice or any of that stuff that that is becoming very popular in personal development. Like, oh, you just need to like shift your your mindset or shift your perspective or, or whatever it is. Like, sometimes shitty things just happen. And that is real. And you can have a negative emotion to that. You don't have to be positive about everything. I think ultimately what it comes down to for, for me is do I feel in control of my life or not? And if I feel in control of my life, like I'm, I'm purposefully pursuing things in these different areas, those six areas, whether or not I find success in them doesn't matter. That's not where the happiness is. The happiness is, am I actually trying? Am I showing up? Am I, am I taking control of that? And that's what I think leads people to feel fulfilled in their day-to-day life, which over time creates that feeling that we call happiness. That, that's how I view it. See, I, I agree. And I think that's super practical. I think the other element that you and I probably differ on a little bit is I think I got a couple of woo-woo bones in my body. And I think I'm a little bit spiritual and out there with some stuff. And correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know if you have any kind of woo-woo bones up in your body. Like, is there any space for some woo-woo up in the Greg Clunas life? I don't know. Come okay. On. Okay. So here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You're hurting me. So yes and no. So I grew up religious. I, I grew up a part of the Seventh-day Adventist church. And for anyone who isn't familiar, it's it's a sect of Christianity where the Sabbath is on Saturday, Saturday. and and we practice uh, like Friday, not we, but but they practice Friday at sundown to sun Saturday at sundown, no electronics, like very similar to the, the yeah. like Jewish faith. That was a really important part of my life growing up. So so there is always the back of my head, like the teachings that I I sort of learned in in that that part. Are of you my bitter life. towards church and all that? No, because I understand the value or I understand mm. the value why people uh, uh, value it is what I should say. Like I fully recognize my, my family is still very religious. Like I'm, I'm like the black sheep. In, what about in... spiritual? You know how people will be saying that I'm yeah. religious, Greg. I'm spiritual. What do you think about that? I again, I, I think it comes from the same place. It, it, I understand the value, that feeling of and, and they're, they've done like studies on this, like having that connection to something bigger than yourself is an important part of feeling like things matter. Do you like believe it, in energy? Oh, because energy science and you, you, is, you can measure energy. Yes, but I don't believe in the way that we treat that energy, I guess. How would you like, treat energy? So, okay. So you get into the conversation of energy and I'm not even saying that this is what, what you're, you're putting out, but all of a sudden you move into the world of like the law of attraction, right? Like Ooh, the energy you there. put out oh. is what is attracted to you. And that's just bullshit. It's no, it's straight not. Up, yes, it is. It's no, straight it's up bullshit. Not. It's not. It okay. Bullshit. If you can measure energy and it's on a frequency, you can measure that. Does it not make sense that like no, different people are rating it at different vibrations? It, sound, it sounds nice. It's a thing that sounds really nice and it's hard to disprove. Like you can't. 
scientific I think you're having a very low wrong. energy right now. Like I'm a high vibe Very right possibly. Now. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. The only thing about the law of attraction that makes any sense to me whatsoever is the idea that when you focus on something, you end up taking certain actions that move you in that direction. But mm-hmm. that's not because you're like it's being magically attracted to you. That's not your energy frequency lining up and all of a sudden the world is bringing it to you. That's just bullshit. What's but if actually- it works, it works. What does it matter? The voca- like the vocabulary around it. Um, Because it leads to other things. So on this level, it makes perfect sense. But when you start talking about frequencies and yada, 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 you get into a place where a lot of people in the self-help space start blaming negative things that happen to people that are outside of their control on, oh, well, you had a low energy. So it's your fault. <laughs> that's bullshit. And that's where we get into a place where it's dangerous. Uh, I don't know. What about like manifest, like not manifestation, uh, visualization and all that stuff? Do you see anything I think, with that? I think it comes back to the same thing with with what I believe is the law of attraction, like you focus on something and you naturally subconsciously take different actions. Because it literally rewires your brain. Because when you start using, you know, like emotion and uh, intentional thought, literally like with neuroplasticity, your brain can start reshaping and rewiring your thoughts, which will lead you to different actions. So maybe that yeah, sounds weird. Maybe, maybe here's my, there's here's science my thing. behind here's, it. But we don't know that. We don't. You I'm and I, sweating. you and I in this conversation don't know that. I know that. We, I know my brain's been rewired. I know no, it. You don't. No, <laughs> yes. you've never you've never dissected your own brain and seen the wire. Right, one day. <laughs> Neither of us know that. So I, I want to like, th- this is where like I try and stay too, to a little bit away from like the science conversation because there's a lot of pseudoscience out there. The, the oh. movie The Secret talks all the time about metaphysics and like all of this like scientific bullshit <gasps> that isn't actually true. You're it's not hurting actually my true. Feelings. There's no actual studies around it. Okay, but I'm not a huge say, secret. We say this. I know you're not. I know you're not. But that is like the dominant idea in the personal development space in this uh, day and age. I'm all but about we, metaphysical. I think all that is real. I do. That's fine. You can think that in the same way that you can believe that God is real. But that doesn't make it necessarily. Are we talking about God now? We, you. we need to have the whole episode you. on that. It's true to you. That doesn't make it necessarily a fact. You told me the other day. It's not a fact. I'm saying we don't know. We were on the phone the other day and you said something about the lines of, you know, we were talking about how different you and I are. And you, you described me as like a Southern religious girl. And I didn't know. Do you think I'm religious? You've told me, unless I'm, I misunderstood, I'm pretty sure you've told me that you were religious. <laughs> I'm spiritual, Gregory. <laughs> I'm spiritual. There's a difference. Well, we're going to dig way more into this by presenting different topics uh, that we've discussed on Happy Brain. Uh, We're going to go through them. And Greg, you're going to share with me what you think about it. And I'll share what I think. And we're just going to dig into it a little bit more. So I'm looking forward to the next few episodes. We're going to be talking about alter egos, grounding, not working out, maybe talking to angels. Who knows, Greg? But anything (laughs) else that you want to share? I mean, listen... I'm not completely locked down. Like for those of you, if you if you're using the video for anything, like this is fucking. These are crystals. Like this is a a crystal bracelet. Like I'm not completely out there. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Let me finish. Let me finish. I don't necessarily believe that the crystals themselves have any value. But you have crystals. I don't necessarily believe the crystals themselves have any value. Yes, you do, or you wouldn't have them. Why do you buy them? Hear me out. Why do you buy? Because and so I bought them because one, I I like the design of it. Like I I think it's it's a really attractive um, bracelet that this company put together. But two, 
I believe in, or not believe, lately I've been thinking more and more on what the potential value of something like a crystal could be. And I think it's far less about any like inherent properties the crystal has and far more about it being a token for something. So oh. this this thing here, the whole idea behind it that the company tells you is like you wake up and you set your intentions on it and blah, 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 right? The reason I like this over like an actual stone is I'm wearing this. So I wear this and all day long when I look at it, it represents this idea that I had in the morning of what I wanted my day to look like. So is the crystal actually helping me like take advantage of my my intentions? Not through any like inherent property of the crystal. It could just as easily be a toothpick. But this looks a whole lot nicer than walking around with a toothpick all day. So so that that's where like the value is for me. But that again, I'm not completely like turned off to these things. I just think there are really logical and practical explanations for them. And for some reason, we all want to believe the like magic part of it. You know, I think What's that? I think you are an undercover woo woo and you're in denial um, about it. My fiance is far more into this stuff than I am. Good and that's her. how it, that's how it infected my life. Good. She's making a positive impact. Anything left that you want to share about your philosophy on a happy brain before we go? No, I, I think that a happy brain comes from taking control. That Ultimately, that's what matters in my book. That's what worked for me. That's what's worked for, for my listeners. And I look forward to having these discussions. I don't know if I'll record this, leave this in the podcast recording or not, but I think happy brain is losing control. Hmm. I never even thought about that until you said that because I, I, I go complete opposite with it. I think it's more of a, a complete letting go and getting away from structure and predictability. I could see that. I could see that. Yeah. Thank you for listening to another episode of Happy Brain. If you enjoyed this, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you have an extra second, leave us an honest review over on iTunes or your Apple podcasting app. And until next time, my friends, keep that brain of yours happy.